everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. We're here we are again, doing the same old, same old. See, I, hey, okay, Matt, I'm going to say this right mm-hmm. up front. This episode, it's not the greatest episode ever. I might hesitate to even call it good. Whoa, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. But, I, I think but, good's going a long way. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I'm, I hesitate to say, I, you know, I'm not saying it's good either. I'm just saying it has a plot, all right? It has a story. That is true. It does It does have that. It just takes a really long time we, to get there. We There was not, like, grasping at straws last week. This week, like, I, I maybe I'm, like I was saying, you know, I'm a little desensitized maybe, but I'm, this is way, this is, it's an improvement. And I, I'm, 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 I was, yeah. I was sad last week. This week, not as nearly as sad. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, you gain access to all of our bonus content. Matt, we have a person to thank. The best people in the world? Okay. Uh, Anna Reyes. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Uh, this week's episode is Break My Wife, Please. Episode EABF15. Originally aired May 11th, 2003. Written by Tim Long. Directed by Pete Michaels. Got a 10.56 rating good for 36th place for the week which is pretty good i don't know i i here's my suspicion matt here's my suspicion okay okay is why like why are the the because like you if you look at the ratings of how well the simpsons did throughout its history it seemed like right at the beginning obviously first second season blockbuster incredible challenging the cosby show right the the Mm -hmm. best which is the top top show in the world at that point challenging the cosby show and then down down down, and like not it never got bad but it was never you know we were in the 50s and the 60s for the best years of the show and and now we're kind of in the dregs and yet 18th 30th 24th 36th millions and millions of people watching and more than they used to get during the golden years. And I'm my suspicion is one, marketing got better, meaning it lied more and focused more on gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Uh and two, I think because I'm going I'm going back and looking at the No Homer Sunday forums, I'm I've I think that be, th- this is we're seeing response to people wanting to watch this so they talk about it on the internet. It's that I also think there were less like t- television at this point in time, I, I feel like it was on a downslide in terms of people actually watching uh, the big blockbuster shows. And The Simpsons remained one of those shows that everyone still wanted to watch, even if the quality had dipped, as we've made very evident. Uh, the other shows were pretty much worse. Like th- this is the evidence of the long tail. There were, people were watching a lot more varied shows. This was uh, the early 2000s was when TV started to, you know, uh, spread out a little bit among the smaller networks and the Internet. So I think that plays a large part of it. Um, the couch gag. Uh, the couch is replaced with a cardboard cutout novelty backdrop. The family sticks their heads in the holes as a photographer steps their picture. It feels like they've done something similar to this before. I swear they have. Because it's not the same one, though, but it looks, it feels like a couple seasons ago they did this, but I don't remember. Uh, the episode guest stars Stevie Semi as himself in a very important role, meaning 
Could have been anybody. Did not need to be Steve Buscemi. Could have been any any celebrity. Would have worked. And even even a fake celebrity, you could have gotten Steve Buscemi in person to do this very easily. But they have Steve. They have Steve Buscemi. Uh, episode. Uh, see Jackson Brown as himself, which we're going to talk about Jackson Brown later, Matt. And Jane Kismerick as Judge Constance Harm for about six seconds. Well, of course. I mean, she came, stopped by one day, recorded her lines, and left. I, I but, mean, I assume they just, yeah, like, she's in, like, five different episodes, but I think they just all did it all at once, I imagine, because she doesn't have big parts in any of them, except for, like, nope, no, they're all small parts. So I assume that she's just, like, in three episodes, so they just have her, boom, 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 knock out your lines. Well, that, that one episode where she kind of played a big part, uh, the first one but, yeah, but she that, was in. But that was years ago at this point. That was, like, yeah. three seasons prior to this. I don't think they're gonna have, they're not they're not prepping stuff three seasons ahead of time. They haven't written that stuff yet, Matt. If they've got right. these episodes, if they have these episodes written three seasons ahead of time, that makes me even sadder. <laughs> yes, they could have done a much better job <laughs> if they had three seasons worth of work. Okay. Uh, this episode begins with the elementary school kids going to the aquarium. Uh, we get Marge as a chaperone. And we get a bunch of aquarium jokes. I certainly appreciate you helping us out with this field trip. Oh, a mom's work is never done. Hmm. I thought I was being kicked exceptionally hard lately. If I could be any type of shark, I'd be a tiger shark. How about you, Milhouse? I guess a nurse shark. I mean... Oh, ow! Well, looks like Mr. Walrus and his family are enjoying their Sunday brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. What am I, some sort of joke to you people? Now, over here is our newest exhibit... The Wonders of the Gulf Coast. Shut up. It's not that exciting. The Gulf is home to a breathtaking array of sea life. But oil spills are threatening this delicate ecosystem. (gasps) Hey, without oil, you wouldn't have your fancy four-wheel drives. You want to go back to two-wheel drive? Well, do (laughs) you? I didn't mean to steal focus. I mean, I I, I don't believe four-wheel drive is, is that much of a increase in or a decrease in gas mileage so i i don't think he's correct there robbie and also i don't most people don't need a four-wheel drive like vast no, majority very of people, people very few people actually need a four-wheel drive i, I hit some misses with some of these aquarium jokes i like some of them some of them i don't i think that's very it's very representative i think at the jokes in this episode where i think some land and some splat uh like i think the bart millhouse like millhouse calling himself a nurse shark for getting beat up good joke it's a good solid joke Mm-hmm. Um, the I I don't mind the rich Texan with his little insert about oil. I think that's a very reflective, you know, fun joke. I surly marine biologist guy. Eh, no thanks. Yeah, he just seems so strange. Like, why is he doing this? So that's that's eh, not that. Uh, we get Lisa sneaking off to a penguin exhibit where we see that penguins fly and they've been hiding it from us. Which, which I believe penguins would do that. They're jerks. <laughs> Penguins are jerks. Penguins are great. Mm-hmm. Sure, Robbie. Sure. They'll, they're they protect they protect their young. They're 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 one of the few animals that are actually monogamous. They have long, lifelong relationships and they love their partners. But they're hiding something, obviously. Oh, okay. They're just too good. Is that what it is? You just exactly you can't trust a penguin. I mean, I mean, there are so many gay penguin couples. They have to have something you yeah, know, yeah, wrong those... with them. Oh, you're one of those. I see how it is. Um, mm. So we get, you know, a few more aquarium jokes going through here. Uh, if you're wondering if this is connected to the central plot, of course it's not. 
It has nothing to do with the actual plot of this episode. Not um, even close. Like, no. This is like three in- incidents away. No, it, yeah. And I, and that is, I think, the biggest problem with this episode. I mean, we're, and it's going to be something that, I don't know, I, I don't think it's going to go away, Matt. I think largely... This is just the formula they this, have. This is the formula, and I think we just have to deal with it. I don't really enjoy it. I wish they had to spend more time on the main plot, but I think this is how this is. I think I think it is. I've I pitched this. I don't know, like five episodes ago or something, where this is a way they can make production faster because they can have modular first acts that are just okay. They go to an aquarium. Let's get a bunch of aquarium jokes going here. Well, okay, well uh, there's a surly. Uh, marine biologist penguins hiding flying we get a rich text and talking about oil like just throw in some what's brainstorm a bunch of aquarium jokes and you know they can just do that without having to worry about the plot being attached to it um in the in this week's absurd cartoonish moment bart finds his way into a tank and moons the class which is fine then he gets beaten up by the sea life i believe an octopus punches him like punch like he's a punching bag uh i believe the octopus is the one holding him in place while the other animals beat him up oh i'm so silly man i'm i apologize (laughs) i'm so sorry yeah robbie get it right jeez (laughs) that i got those details incorrect which animal held which sea animal wildlife held bart in place while the others beat him up like he uh, and while he could not breathe obviously because he's underwater yeah he's underwater as well so we and that literally cut from that scene where bart is being used like a punching bag by like a starfish or something and then hospital bart is no <laughs> bart goes to the hospital for this he goes, and he has a it's a band-aid and like bruise <laughs> it's just and this is like this is like a a very tenuous way to get to tor- getting in the general direction of the plot, I guess. Where Bart's in the hospital and Marge and the rest of the kids are there, but they can't find Homer. They don't know where Homer is, and their Marge figures, oh, he's at Moe's. She calls Moe's, he's not there. Surprisingly. Um, so we get a lot of meandering around with Homer finally uh showing up, talking about that he went to a video store, and he was caught in the video store getting didn't know what to rent this is actually the true right i didn't make this up right matt yes this is exactly his excuse he started watching two movies back and forth and then he just decided he wasn't going to come home at that point yeah so but he's finally he's back in the hospital and marge is upset because she couldn't reach him so she decides it is time homer get a cell phone from now on you need to get a cell phone so i can reach you you just can't get a cell phone. Lindsay Nagel, Veracol Cellular, and I can offer you a whole range of cellular solutions. Can I get a phone that plays the Mexican head dance? I insist on it. I dance, I dance, I dance, around the Mexican hat. I dance, I dance, I dance, and that's the end of that. Or is it, I guess I'll keep singing, my cell phone appears to be ringing. Hey! Barney, do you ever notice how hard it is to drive with your knees? Why don't you get one of those hands-free phones? It's the next best thing to paying attention to the road. Hands-free, eh? Then I could give the brothers the Black Power salute. Black Power! Black Power! Was that Al Roca? His exuberance is perplexing. Of course we have headsets, but you would be mad to stop there. Tell me, what is currently plugged into your car's cigarette lighter? Uh, a lighter. I weep for you. 
These days, everything from fax machines to coffee makers can be plugged into your dash hole. I'll take them. Plugged into your old dash hole. Remember when you still plug stuff into your lighter? I mean, I plug a USB splitter into that and then have a bunch of stuff plugged into that, so kind of. I just, I just have a, a USB directly into the car. Yeah, but that's we're, slow. You don't we're Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Well, that's different. I don't. I don't. We don't all just drive like a 1997 van, like you, Matt. Hey, mine's a 2015. Thank you. <laughs> with a ladder, with your ladder in the middle. Uh, hey, 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 there's room. I'm gonna. I just. I just like making fun of you and your van, Matt. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with the Black Power joke with Homer too. That's very strange. Like, is this a, like why are all the black people in Springfield in one car? I in don't one know. Car, yeah, it's just like what? What are you doing, huh? I don't understand. I don't like want to say that it's racist. It's just very confusing. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like, it feels like I know Carl has a friend. His name is Lenny. Like, I don't. There's no. To me, Carl and Lenny don't have friends other than themselves. They'll like have it's just the two of them. I think uh, Carl has a wife. That's about it. They'll. They'll. Yeah, depending on the episode, uh, Carl has a wife. And they will talk to Homer and Barney and hang out with them. Like the two couples will get together, but I don't. Carl doesn't hang out with other, with Hibbert. Why is Hibbert with Dredger Tatum? Okay. Um. So Homer goes to this electronic store and gets literally every single device that could possibly fit in your car, uh, and and buys all of them. So we have like a let's see. He has a a, a soft serve machine. He has a DJ station. He has uh. What else does he have in there? Television, of course, a DVD player, a lot of random gadgets. So, Matt, we're okay. We're almost there. We're almost to the point of the episode. We've almost started the episode. We're almost there. there. So Homer has got all these gadgets in his car and he's distracted. He drives off of a dock into the water. And that's when we commercial at six minutes and 16 seconds in. And when we come back, uh, we see what has happened. Uh, Homer gets his license revoked because obviously he's not responsible enough for it. And Marge now has to do all the driving. And obviously that is a lot of driving for Marge. She has to take the family everywhere they need to go. She was already driving the kids around and apparently grandpa. Now she's got to drive Homer and Homer's friends around. She has to pick them up from the strip club, of course. Uh, So basically at this point, Homer – or Marge – gives from the ultimate that he has to start walking places because he can't drive anymore and she doesn't have the time to drive him so homer decides that he is gonna he, he really really want to wants to get to most so what's he gonna do he's gonna walk there the incredible incredibly long distance of like four houses down i did it i walked all the way to most from my house way to go dad you know i feel pretty good Maybe I should just keep walking instead of going into a dark, dreary bar. Hey, get in here, Boozy. You're late for your drunkening. No, from now on, walking is my beer. And feeling good is my hangover. Hmm. Huh. Hey, maybe this is a sign. Maybe it's time for me to get out of the alcohol business. Give Bob a college another try. And this time, I won't join a frat. Who the hell am I talking to? Yes, Mo, who are you talking to? That's the real question. Certainly, a, a tiny little side. Certainly not the audience. No, absolutely not. No, no fourth wall breaking here. Not in the Simpsons ever. Here, man. I, I will. Uh, I'm gonna try and be positive because one, the plot has finally arrived. So at least we have that. And frankly, it's six minutes in. It's not ten minutes in. 
that's true. It's it's a decent sized first act and a very short second act. We we move from what was the start of the plot to what is the actual conflict in the episode. We haven't even gotten there. That, that's not going to get there until the end of Act Two, really. Well, I I think this uh, this is set up, and I think largely it's needed. It doesn't take up a lot of time, honestly. A third act is by far the long the largest part of the episode, but I think this setup is needed. I like that Homer doesn't go back to Moe's doesn't isn't the drinking and stuff isn't the 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 problem isn't part of the conflict in this episode I like that I like that it 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 gets that gets because honestly when the when the show leans too hard on Homer is an alcoholic it just it makes it so absurd that I can't focus on any other problem because like they've talked about in like the last few episodes there's which episode was it that we almost get to the point where they just say, oh, Homer's an alcoholic, and that's why he's such a terrible person. And then they ignore it all. I forget which episode. <laughs> that, that's probably not a good thing that I just I don't remember. It's, that's, that's so many different episodes. I, I don't know which one you're getting at. Yeah, it's a blur in the last, like, five episodes. But when it, it, Homer can be a guy who likes to drink and maybe drinks excessively at times, but when you make him an unrepentant alcoholic all that says is, oh, well, that should probably be the first thing you solve and not worry about anything with Marge and him. So when you make it – when you automatically – like when the beginning of this plot you – know, it's not the beginning of the episode because perish the thought. But – Of course. When you get to this point where you have – oh, I'm not drinking. It helps us – it helps isolate what the conflicts are going to be. So I'm gl- I'm I'm I think that's a very clever thing. Like the writing in this isn't amazing. Uh I think largely it's a product of what the writing room was at the time and like the formulaic stuff of having a first act disconnected and you know building up to a crescendo of like some big moment. Feels like they are purposely inserting these things, but it does a pretty good job of segmenting our our attention and the, how the characters are acting so that it is focused on the main conflicts. It is, but I don't know. It just, it feels like everything meanders so long. And a lot of the jokes in this episode to me just did not land. And I think that's my biggest problem with it is they're trying to be funny uh, about a topic that it's not serious, but it's not too terrible, uh, too terribly, you know, unserious. It's just, I don't know. I, I mean, just, it's I, here. I will say that is also my primary complaint. This episode is not very funny. Uh, it, it it isn't very funny. But frankly, Matt, like I, when I'm looking at a Simpsons episode, the funny stuff is the last thing. Like it needs to make sense before you can even add jokes. Like you have a you have a you have to have a coherent structure for your plot. It is scaffolding, in which you hang those jokes upon. The, and that's the hard part is getting jokes that fit onto that scaffolding. It's very, very, very hard. That's why Golden Simpsons is so good is because the plots are are strong and and tell a good story with strong characters. And then they have incredibly dense and nuanced, clever jokes, which sometimes are really stupid but still work and or are really smart and referential, like an incredible range of humor. I, I think this episode doesn't have like the the like the best jokes. It has a couple like moments where I I think it's it's funny, but largely it's like I'm just happy it makes sense. I don't. That's, that's it's not high bar. 
it's it's not but honestly it's a good change at this point it's it's the kind of change i really want to see and and i'm glad for that i just i don't know it's something about this is, is gives me a bad taste in my mouth and i'm very <laughs> glad that you are enjoying it because i i wish that i could quite frankly i don't know but. i i i hesitate to use the word enjoy man it's like okay you know water is good for you right yes drinking water is good for you would i prefer a soda Right. I would prefer a soda. Sodas are delicious. But right now I'm going to drink water. And I like I'll go, "Oh, I I am I it's neutral." Uh, that's this episode's very like, "Oh, it's neutral. It's it it manages to be water." I like it manages to be like like cardboard. I don't know. Like that is that is where we're at where I'm just going, "Ah, good job. Good job, guys." Yeah, it, it works. I'm not I wouldn't say like I I think it is just elevated so much from our last week's episode, which I was thoroughly frustrated with, where this one is just like, okay, well, it acknowledges certain things that have been frustrating me. It makes some smart choices and how it's constructed. It still has a lot of frustrating stuff in it. But at those at a certain point, I, I have to, for my own sanity, just go, like, yeah, it's fine. I don't know. Maybe it's something just caring less. Definite possibility. Uh, anyway, let's move on since we, we can't uh, commiserate this for too long. So Marge is super stressed about driving everyone everywhere, whereas Homer is all about the walking. He's preaching to everyone about how great walking is and how wonderful it is to walk everywhere. Homer walks to work. Uh, he somehow gets there faster than everyone because there's a giant traffic jam, which if, if that were a possibility, then people would walk to work. There's no reason to, to drive to work if you're going to be second track for the entire way and you could walk. But uh, eh, 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 Matt, mm-hmm. I think you underestimate people's laziness. I I really do. Like, it amazes me the distance people will drive when I'm just like, ah, I could walk. You know, it's it's not that far. I understand when bad weather is involved or when it's really cold or really hot. But Yeah. Anyway, so Homer walks to work. Uh, there's a terrible Dennis the Menace joke where he, Mr. Wilson gets mad at him and then asks his wife for a divorce, and she's happy about that. And just it seemed so stupid and so just crammed in there that I just I could not enjoy it. Uh, Homer is the first one to get to work. Mr. Burns congratulates him with a coupon at the 1939 World's Fair, which okay, decent gag. Uh, and then Mr. Burns tries to walk and immediately falls down and breaks his ankles, and then has to. Uh, try to crawl to the hospital where he proceeds to break his hands. So he has to rely on Smithers to uh, get into the hospital, I guess. Which, okay, Mr. Burns joke. Mr. Burns old and fragile. That's yeah. okay. We've had those before. It's yeah, fine. It's, uh, it's like, yeah, that's fine. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, so when Homer gets home that night, he's he's all ramped up to go for a walk. He's walked to work. He's walked to back. He wants to walk some more. He offers to have Marge go with him because uh, he's going to take the kids. But Marge is very stressed out at this point and wants to go with him but she has to go pick up uh grandpa who has apparently solicited a prostitute at the bus station and so she has to go pick him up i guess and post bail i don't weird joke but okay uh and then of course we get to the highlight of the second act where homer is sings his song about walking you see, I like to walk down the avenue, bust a move with disco stew. You shake me from my boots into my fro. Yes, I strut down the boulevard, burning off my excess lard. I rarely feel the need to water dough. Top of the morning, ladies. Bite us. I can walk from Springfield to Alaska. 
then hobnob with the stars in Malibu. Hi, Homer. I'm actor Steve Buscemi. The guy who got fed into the wood chipper in Fargo? And when I hear, you can't walk to Turkmenistan, I say, of course I can. Screw you. Hey, would you guys like tickets to the Independent Film Awards? Would we? Oh, I love to perambulate it standing still. I really hate. So let me please reiterate, I love you. feet are inside me. Sorry, my bad there. Uh, so yes, at, at this point, Homer is very into walking, even sings a song about it, uh, you know, praising it to everyone else in the town. And at the end, he gets hit by the hit uh, by Marge in her car and has to go to the hospital, just like Bart did at the end of Act One. And with that, we go to commercial. I really like that song, Matt. It's the best part of the episode for me. I, I understand that we will probably have to give a best and worst. I can't remember if we do that on this episode. We, we, not. we don't, Matt, but it's fine. We okay. We don't do that. I know it's hard to remember anything nowadays. But no, I, we don't. We don't. We, you can. You're free to give your best or worst. I'm not going to stop you. All right. Best um, part of this is by far the song. Uh, the, this is the this this is I like this song. It's a good song. It I laugh at the I laugh at Steve Buscemi giving some random guys uh, with swords tickets to the Independent Film Awards and then being really psyched about it. I I mean like Steve Buscemi is a, is random in this episode, but I well, like he's great. I like Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. He's great. Um, I like the song. I like the fact that this and I think this episode is acknowledging this fact. And I think that's my biggest plus for it. You want to talk about my favorite thing about this episode? My biggest plus in this episode is how many episodes in the past four seasons, five seasons, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. How many episodes are we complaining about Jerk Homer? Uh, all of them, pretty much. Not all of them, but a all, lot. All of them, 90%? A lot of them. And how they ruin episodes for us. How whenever Homer is such a, a terrible person, how am I supposed to like him? How am I supposed to watch The Simpsons? Uh, he's supposed to be a good guy at heart. And this episode, I think, very... Again, another smart thing it does is Homer is very positive for most of this episode. Like, he... And any... any Like, the he's not a... He's not necessarily right... In what he's doing, because he's very selfish, but he's not mean about it. He thinks he's doing, he thinks, well, like, well, I got my license taken away from me because I did something stupid, but I'm going to try and make the best of the situation. I'm going to walk a lot. I'm going to praise walking. I'm going to get the family to walk together. And Marge is the one who's going to pick up the slack. And the episode never has, it never has that moment where Homer is directly mean to Marge. He's just kind of ignorant and selfish. And... That is largely the story of Act Two, where it's very much like Homer's like trying to make the best of a bad situation, all the while kind of ignoring his wife and putting her, giving her extra work while really acknowledging it. And I think the very fact that it ends this this really charming, like a lot of the time, I think the show is trying to play off Homer's meanness as humor, and it never works. No, or, never. It, largely, it's just like ugh, gross. But in this case, it's Homer being very positive and upbeat while being kind of selfish. And the punctuation, Marge hits him in the car. And it really it works really well for me because of the very fact that this episode is acknowledging 
Homer is a jerk. Homer's selfish. Mm-hmm. And and this is this episode is closer to actual Homer than we've had in a long time. Like we get him like three times a season. This is one of those episodes where we get actual Homer, where he's a jerk, sure, but he has an arc. He realizes he's messed up. He tries to make things right. Yeah, because his issue in this particular case is, is not something that he has done intentionally. It's it's not really jerk Homer. It's more inattentive Homer. Right, and that's that's fine. You're allowed to have characters have flaws and make mistakes. You can't just have them be mean-spirited and monstrous, which is Homer a lot of the time. So we get, uh, when we come back, it's 12 minutes, 52 seconds in. So we got another like eight, nine minutes of episode to explore with. So that's a, it's a pretty good chunk. It's certainly the lar- longest act. Homer is in the hospital at first and Marge is, is checking on him. He seems mu- a lot better. Uh, they say he's a broken pelvis, which... I would not have gone that that far because that takes like it heals a, up really quickly yeah, from a broken pelvis. That takes like a year of rehabilitation before your legs will work again, really. Um, but regardless, whatever. Uh, see, and that's the thing. In an episode that is also makes mostly sense, I can hand wave away the more ridiculous things like Homer recovering from a broken pelvis in the span of a commercial break uh, of Bart getting beat up by see life <laughs> like like he owes them money or something so homer is fine but now he's like he owns the owes them money okay sorry that was just really funny to me <laughs> i mean that's what isn't that what they, they 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 literally that's what it seems like all he did was like swim in their tank and they're have like a grudge against him so mm-hmm. homer's home uh and yet and marge is on the surface acting kind of but then under the surface she seems to be holding resentment, maybe even hatred. Oh, you're really coming along, homie. Yeah, the doctor says that soon my pelvis will actually be stronger and more beautiful than ever. Jay, everything always works out for you. <clears throat> oh my God, let me help you up. March. You're trying to hurt me. What? That's crazy. No, it's true. The car, the soup, it's like you hate me. Your own husband. That's ridiculous. I don't like you. I mean, hate you, hate you, hate you, I hate you. I've heard that from co-workers, strangers on the street, even my own children. But I never thought I'd hear it from you. Maybe we should see a counselor. Who's we? Got a mouse in your purse? What? What what is that? Who's we thing? I, eh. I mean, I, I think this is a this is the thing, man. I think Homer doesn't see the problem as himself. He sees the problem as Marge hating him. So right. that's so Homer. That's, is it, this is this is. I feel like this is the jerkiest part of Homer in this episode. Is Homer basically sees this as his problem and and not their problem? Well, yeah, and I think that this would benefit largely just being having more time. Where if you this 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 sequence where they're going to counseling. Like, having it drawn out a little bit more, letting it take... Like, let them go more than one time to a counseling session. Like, have it take up a little bit more time in the episode. I think it would the episode would benefit. Because it would give them more character and give you a little bit more time for more jokes. And make it so... The abruptness at this very end not seem so abrupt. And I think that's largely goes back around the first act being about an aquarium and cell phones. And nothing to do with maybe you start the episode with Homer driving, getting needing, a, getting a cell phone, getting a bunch of junk, 
and then driving and then losing his license you whatever um however they go to counseling they that we have homer and marge seeing a therapist uh and by the end of the session we have a, a handle on their problem and a solution to that problem I've been married to my husband for 10 years, and part of me wants to kill him. Perhaps you feel that your husband sees you as less of a partner and more of a doormat. Nothing could be further from the... You could be onto something there, Doc. Oh, oh, sorry, I got a lot on my mind. That's okay, take your time. All right, before you came in, I asked you each to make a list of the people that are most important to you. Homer, you first. There's Homer, Homer J. Simpson, and Commander Cool, a.k.a. me. That's us in a nutshell. I care so much about you, Homer, but I'm not even on your list. Excuse me. We gotta help her. If Marge isn't happy, I'm not happy. And if I'm not happy, Mo is very happy. But for once, this isn't about Mo. What should I do, Dr. Hot Dog? All right, I have an answer. You must perform for her one completely unselfish gesture. You mean like give her full custody of the kids? Yeah, full custody. That's exactly what I... You're an idiot. Mo! You gotta knock her off her feet with something utterly romantic. Something that says, I care about you. I see. Do you have any suggestions? I do, but the hour's over. Here's a dollar. Romantic dinner. Gotta go. This is one of the worst therapists I've ever seen. <laughs> Which I guess he kind of has to be in The Simpsons. But also his response, oh, you know, one unselfish act that's going to fix their marriage. And I understand that it kind of has to be that way just because of how The Simpsons and a 22-minute TV show work. But that just seems so – like if he had just said something along the lines of, hey, you really have to work on being less selfish, start with this. I would have been like, okay, fine. Well, I mean I think that's the I, – I think the the – the general direction of this is good because it is just Homer Homer doing an unselfish thing for Marge, and that is ending the episode. There's no more. That is all there is. It is Homer genuinely being unselfish towards her. That is good. No complaints about that. It is more the fact it is a very abrupt, and yeah, this it is in the span of like a minute we get, oh yeah, Homer's selfish, here's a fix. And it's very much, this should feel like, oh, this is a a good like if they had all they had to do really matt was hope was was have the therapist go oh well you should start by trying to be more unselfish towards uh towards marge you know do do nice things to her and homer just trying to go like oh i just have to do a nice thing and the therapist's like no it's a little bit more no one nice thing all right and then he leaves right that would have that would have been a funnier joke and would have made more sense that's all they had to do but they didn't want to they wanted to make instead of the joke about how therapists are just want money god forbid they make make money for uh -huh. for their i don't know <laughs> uh again and that's also kind of a hacky joke like, well yeah oh that's like how many i don't know if that feels very much like oh is it la therapist joke? isn't it funny a therapist say they're expensive like okay that's are doctors expensive i mean usually yes but you don't get all freaky about it I mean, hmm. so from that, we segue into basically the final, final part of this episode, which is like a very, 
a very extended sequence where Homer has prepared a big dinner for Marge, a big party, celebrating her, inviting a lot of people from the town, um, makes her peach crumble. You know how you, know how you make a peach crumble? I mean, I, I don't have to make a crumble. Mo, Mo says Mo makes a joke. Mo makes a joke about it in the episode, Matt. Oh, that's right. That's right. <sighs> okay, <sighs> you kick it in the gut uh, or whatever he says. So we get basically Homer's grand gesture. Tonight we're here to serve you. Sit back and enjoy the finest food Springfield has to offer. I brought you me finest catch of the day. We lost a dozen good men, but it's worth it just to see you smile. <laughs> That's it, eh? Twelve men. Well, I've got some families to inform. Unbelievable. Unbride. What? Nothing. Just a curse on your very soul. And now, Marge, I bring you the main course. Electro recording artist slash political activist Jackson Brown. Oh, the pretender. When Homer told me about this special night, I just had to be a part of it. I'm here to serenade you with the song. Yay! From my latest album. Aww. Just kidding. Here's one of my many classics. That I fixed with new words. You hooked up in high school. Now you've come so far. And you started to hate him and hit him with your car. So I threw you a banquet and now you can't stay mad about a makeup snuggle it would be so rad i'm really touched by how much you care i love you too so uh you don't want to kill me anymore only with kisses oh don't be a wuss yes homer don't be a wuss so um i i wish i could Play. I wish I could have put money down, Matt, on you not knowing who Jackson Brown was. <laughs> I wish there was a way I could Why have is that, bet. Robbie? Wish I could have bet because I would have like immediately. I knew Jackson Brown's this episode. I'm like 100. Matt does not know who that is. I could. I wish I there's some way I could bet without without confirming it with you that you did not know who Jackson Brown was. And as soon as I went to our notes, you type in Jackson Brown, whoever that is, sings for her. <laughs> Uh, that is, I still have no idea who he is because I didn't bother to look it up. <sighs> Jackson Brown is a uh, one of the uh, one of our best American singer songwriters since he started in the singing in the sixties and seventies. Huh. Um, this is this is a Marjorie, I guess, is a parody of one of his songs, "Rosie." Here, Matt, I I have even, I knowing you and, and and understanding this moment. Here's a song that is most probably his most famous song. The song I certainly know the best. Uh, here's basically like uh, part of the verse and the chorus for running on empty. Sounds familiar. I think I may have heard it like a guitar here. 
you've had to have heard that song, Matt. I will not. I will not accept the fact you've never heard "Running on Empty" because it's on every. I, it's in every movie you've ever watched. A movie they have running in. I think it's required that "Running on Empty" is in the soundtrack for every movie that's okay, ever I been made. I may have heard it, but I've never noticed it before. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, he's written. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's a very, very. He's a very good songwriter and singer, uh, and. I don't mind him here. I think it is another. I there is a time honored tradition of Homer using music and 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 song to kind of woo Marge. Um, and this is another incident of that. We get uh, the we get. I I like the sea captain joke. I think that is a good joke. Was, oh, a dozen men for that. I. Eh? Kind of that that thing. Like, maybe good. you're really bad at fishing if you lost a dozen men for a random fish. I mean, it's a sea captain. I don't, again, I know you shouldn't expect confidence. But Homer proposes a toast to Marge. Everyone at the at the dinner raises their box of wine, their little juice box of wine, uh, and and toast to Marge while strangling Bart. He has he has brought in French busboys to clean up behind everyone, and then. At the end of the episode, he turns on the sprinklers to get everyone to go home. What a wonderful banquet. And that's it. Their marriage is saved. I mean, it's something, Matt. It's better than usual. It's definitely not going to go in the bottom 20 like the past couple half. Okay, Matt, here's... It is, does, it's not ending with Homer drugging Marge. That is true. Like, it's a mad, 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 mad Marge. It is not... It doesn't end with them going on a surfing safari after a court case. It does not end uh, yeah. with a, sp- a, 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 a a freeze frame gag of PBS in the middle of Homer being a, getting nearly killed by a volcano. Like, there is a plot. It makes sense. It has Homer make a, a kind, romantic gesture at the end of the episode. Is it perfect? No. Is it good? Mm, no. I don't even think it's good. But it's above average. It it That is true. It frankly it just it makes sense i that is enough at this point that is that is helpful i at this point like oh there's this people like act like humans in this episode for the for the most part um the jokes i think is its weakest element it's just not as funny as i want it to be i don't care I, i don't like i don't care as much as hey it makes sense and homer and marge and the rest of the people in this in their family and the rest of people in springfield act like human beings no it's a, not a not a high bar but there's it's there it has a sweet ending my god i just want Matt, i just want a sweet ending that makes sense and it has that yep that is true i mean i'm not sure it's deserved but you're right it's a sweet ending it's it's more like again i think it's like half deserved I think they did like there's a lot of I think one here's another thing that I give this this episode a lot of credit for is that it is it is acknowledging Homer's selfishness and it feels like it is acknowledging Homer's very recent selfishness very very like I, will it does it will it continue probably not we're probably like yeah. within the next the next episode is our season fourteen finale. I expect Homer to be a terrible person again, and maybe through season, I know, season 15 and 16, like, until we get to the movie, I know it's kind of a rough go, but um, it, it this is one of those episodes where it feels like a breath of fresh air, where it's just like, <gasps> I can breathe. I'm just not like, it, does, it feels like a lot of these episodes, I'm like, wa- like, the Simpsons are 
a car that is 45 years old needs an oil change and so it has terrible exhaust and i'm literally walking behind it it's it's idling through the neighborhood i'm just walking behind it that sounds about right and i'm just getting just breathing in fumes this episode does it feels like they oh they changed the oil maybe it doesn't smell great still maybe the car's still a little rattly it's a little rank look but at least i'm not at least i'm not suffocating with fumes that's where we're at Matt. fair enough i mean you're not wrong about that that's for darn sure we're gonna get to the end of the show bobby says it's broken <laughs> So much excitement in your reads, Matt. No, I don't think so. I don't think this episode's broken. Do you? I don't think that it's broken. I think that it has minor issues that could have been fixed to make a much better episode. But I just think the premise of this episode is something that we've seen so many times that I'm just like, oh, well, hey. I mean, yeah. I mean, Matt, they're, like we are literally seasons 30, 31. They're still doing Homer, Marge, uh, you know, uh, get back together episodes. They're still doing it. I know. This I know. And that, 15 years after this, like it's not ending. I just don't set, set your expectations lower. Yeah, that's what I should do. Just lower my expectations. Lower, your, lower, lowered expectations. Like the uh, Mad TV uh, bit. Um, but I don't know. I don't think it's broken. I think it works largely. Uh, next up, we can move on to our next up. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments to News Group is where I will look through the NoHomers.net forum and see what people thought of the episode when it came out. Um, largely positive. I think it's it's most people thought it was a four out of five. Uh, and then and then the next was three out of five, and then after that is five out of five, and then two out of five, and then lowest is one out of five. And I think I'm I'm in there somewhere. I think this is it's reasonable for the most part. This this largely. Lines up with my feelings. I don't know about yours, Matt, but I've got a couple here. A few. Three. I, 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 three's a few, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. First one. I enjoyed this episode very much. It had a pretty good plot, which flowed rather smoothly. The only things I disliked was that it seemed like Marge turned hateful rather quickly. They were already at a marriage concert. It all went a little quick, too quick for me. I certainly enjoyed the song that Homer sang while he was walking, but other than that, I enjoyed it. Well-written episode, in my opinion. I give it a four out of five. Uh, next, pretty satisfying episode. Much of the first act actually felt a bit like classic Simpsons, except for Bart's slightly cartoonish injury. Homer loading his car up was pretty funny, but I really thought Lindsay Nagel coming out of nowhere was rather lame. Second act was a bit slow and boring at times, but the song really picked it up. Steve Buscemi was awesome. Really thought they took a risk by changing the plot in the third act, but it added depth to the episode, in my opinion. Ending was quite nice and helped improve the episode. Although Homer's re Homer regaining Marge's love was already covered in Three Gays of the Condo. Homer's Homer regaining Marge's love has been covered about 50 episodes at this point um a bit slow at, at times but an improvement over the last two three or 3.5 out of five and finally act one was very terrible as it lacked direction and changed several times storage joke was very good though as was most of the aquarium sequence second act i thought was okay it did develop well but it was a little bit slow good song with a great ending and the third act like was said before was a complete change from the previous acts and made the episode worse Psychiatrist scene was pretty good. I thought the busboy joke was hilarious. Still decidedly meh. Two point seven five out of five. On the bright side, the season finale sounds good. I don't. I, the third act coming out of nowhere is necessary. Like that's the oh, whole yeah. point. Like she gets she hits somewhere with her car and like and I don't think that I don't think it comes out of nowhere. I feel like they really do a good job of, of inserting Marge as being frustrated and upset the entire the whole all the walking stuff. She's constantly kind of like 
talking her up through her frustrations. So I don't think it comes her hitting Omar with a car comes out of nowhere, but of course it would. Eh. 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 Um eh. Uh that that's that. That is that. We can move on to our next episode. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question week this week is, what is your favorite Santa's Little Helper moment? Uh, tons of great answers. Appreciate everyone takes the time. First from Anna. Remember when he ate Millhouse's goldfish and then Bart lied to him and said Millhouse never had a goldfish? But why did Millhouse have the bowl? Why did he have the bowl? Good why question, Robert. Why did he have the bowl? Why did he have the bowl? Does make any sense? I know it doesn't. From Alex, my favorite moment is in Bart the Murderer. Bart's getting his homework and says the helper is shown eating it. Bart's surprised and we see uh, says the helper all happy, tail wagging much on it. And we see a little piece of math where Bart's answer is wrong. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Neither have I. Uh, from Matt, Matthew, uh, Chance for Horror 4, the family dog is eyeing Bart's intestine. I can't sing it, but the... Inside out. Um, we have uh, on Twitter, we have from Brian, friend of the show, uh, from Simpsons roasting on open fire, but he's a loser. He's pathetic. He's a Simpson. Uh, it reminds me of when I adopted my dog, Churro. The first thing she did was lay on my lap and lick my face. She made the hard sell and won. I will. I can concur. Churro is a very cute dog. Uh, Brian is also his podcast theme park. This just released a Simpsons themed episode. So you guys should go check that out uh, from Antonio at Aunt, Aunt Sot 59 has to be when Bart gets in. When in Bart gets an elephant, he and Snowball too try to regain the family's issue. And he says, we love you while standing on two legs. I never think that moment. See, the, another thing. That's a very cartoonish moment. It is, but it's it's one moment in one episode, and then you don't get anything else for quite a while. We love you. I like, I mean, it's also treated like a cre- completely absurd thing to happen, so that's true. Right. Den- Denise and Carr, that's uh, uh When everyone pets Sam's little helper after Homer says his birthday's the same as the dogs. <laughs> oh, Sam's little helper, happy birthday. Oh, it's... We gotta get you a present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Allison at Amethyst1258. During Bart's dog gets an F and home, Bart is trying to teach him commands, but he's refusing to listen. Someone has owned a few dogs and know exactly how Bart feels and can understand the, 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 the love, innocence, in Sam's little helpers. From Lucas at Homer Simpson 908. Not sure why, but I love in Bart's dog, when in Bart's dog gets an F and Bart throws the frisbee, hits Santa's little helper in the head without facing him. <laughs> I think my favorite part is that is when Bart remembers back to that moment. <laughs> And he has like yeah, a loving, he, it was a happy memory. A loving memory is of him hitting his dog in the face. Uh, Jenny at Hippie Two Hundred Two doesn't want greyhounds, but Bart and Lisa try to wear wear Santa's little helper out with the ball game. Minds me trying to wear out my Jack Jack Russell Terrier. Not a chance. Uh, James James underscore Warwick. Best moment for me is when Santa's little helper has been brainwashed by Mr. Burns, the dog of death. He's chasing down Bart. He comes to remember all the good moments and ultimately changes the dog we all know and love. And finally, for Patrick, got one more to say. Stampy. I like Bart gets an elephant as we see Sam's the helper and Snowball 2 being overthrown by Stampy as they're trying to get the families the Simpsons family graces by doing ball tricks and I love you. I'm gonna try and say as many times as I can, Matt. What's your answer? I'm gonna have to go with uh he's a loser. He's pathetic. He's a Simpson. You're gonna have to go up right on this one. Uh it's just it's so perfect. It is literally the first episode of The Simpsons. 
And already they're making it out like, oh, this is a family of misfits and we're going to love them. And it's just I really enjoy Bart's dog gets enough. I really do. But that part, but that part right there is just the best. I'm with you, Matt. It's also my answer. Whoa. Mm hmm. Uh, Sansel Helper, he's he is kind of a he is used as an example in the Simpsons very first episode to kind of give this the family an identity. And it's sweet. And it kind of sets a template for the show as a whole. Next week's question. We've never had this before, Matt. We've never had this question before. A lot of times we're repeat questions. It's hard to not to. This week's new question total. Favorite sea captain quote. Turns out there are a lot more of them than we thought. Ah, just, you know, I think we've got enough time where it's we can indulge in this sea captain quote off. Uh, I'll post this question on our Twitter, which is at the Simpsons Show Pod. No, or is it the when, Matt? Why can't I remember things? It's because all of time seems to have compressed and to be all instantaneous and also taking forever in the past month. Yeah. Yeah. It's at Simpsons Show Pod. Twitter, at Simpsons Show Pod. You can find the question on our Patreon. You do not have to be a supporter to access the question. And you can also email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. Any of those places you can reach us, answer the question. Are you ready, Matt? I am ready, Robbie. Okay. It is time for our next segment. It's time for New Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a two-point deficit to overcome with two episodes to go. Can I do it? I don't know, Robbie. Can you? Yes, we'll see this week. I don't think I can. Uh, Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I'm ready. Homer is forced to dress like what animal in Homer versus Dignity? Oh, a panda. That is correct. All right, Robbie. All of your questions are from Selma's Choice this week. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the iguana Selma adopts at the end of Selma's Choice? Uh, I've, I'm doubting myself. So I have I have an answer because I've heard it a million times, but then I feel like I'm transposing vowels or something. <laughs> Jib Jub? It's an easy question, so I'll give it to you, but it's Jub Jub. Jub Jub. That's a Conan O'Brien. That's a Conan O'Brien bit that he came up with Jub Jub. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. You know what else he did? What's that? He, and closely relating to Jub Jub, is he had Joe Buck, the baseball announcer, sports announcer, on his show back in the day. And Joe Buck said, oh, well, if I think Conan challenged him. was like, what if I give you a nonsense? Something I want, to, I want you to say, just slip in some nonsense in the middle of a normal play call. And what he challenged him was to insert Jub Jub into okay. a, a normal. So he's calling that baseball game. And then suddenly he says Jub Jub in the middle of nothing. I forget which game it was. I'm sure if you look up Joe Buck, Conan, Jub Jub, you'll get a clip of it. Your medium question, Matt. In what subject did Bart get his first A in? In Homer vs. Dignity. Oh, uh, I believe it's an A in astronomy because he knew all the planets. Damn it. Okay. Because there's another point in, another, in a different episode where he gets an A because she did a, a, a quiz on state capitals and left the map down. So I have to separate those in my brain. I knew it was too easy. It's not too easy. <sighs> too easy for you. Okay. What's my main question? 
your medium question. Who does Selma date after revoking his license at the DMV? Um, I feel like, is this a trick question? I feel like I'm, I feel like you're tricking me, Matt. I'm always tricking you, Robbie. <sighs> I'm, you got me, why do you always do this to me? <laughs> Sorry, Robbie, it wasn't a, it wasn't a trick question. It was just a difficult one. It feels like it's a trick after revoking his license. Hans Moleman? Yes. Congratulations, oh, Robbie. Hans okay. Moleman. I was like, it's not Troy McClure, is it? Because I, I was like, did she revoke his license? I was like, okay. Thank God. I got the medium question right. Okay. Your hard question, Matt. Don't get me. This is an incredibly difficult question. Oh, great. According to Carl's word today calendar, what date is it in Homer vs. Day? Oh, God. Uh, May 14th. Sorry, Matt. Should have taken your time on that one. You might have gotten closer. I have no idea. How would I have gotten any closer? Homer vs. Dignity has some context clues about what at least season you're in. Because at okay. the very end, there's a Christmas parade. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, no, I don't know, December 13th. It's November 10th. Yeah, sure. See, I would even gotten close. It's cl- December is closer than May, Matt. I, okay? That's, that's true. inarguable. November 10th. Concur. Conquer, not conquer. All right, your yeah. hard question. Uh huh. What ride does Lisa drink the water on? What ride is Lisa? I mean, it's like a small world, but it's not called. It's a small world. No, I need the actual name. I know. Thank you, man. All right, I'm just help. I'm talking through it. All right, <laughs> I have a process. So it helps me remember things because my memory doesn't exist anymore. Um, God, now I just have. It's a small world in my head because. Uh, I, I I like to inflict pain upon myself. Um, it has the same rhythm too. Um, I got nothing. It is the little land of Duff. Oh, phew. I was not going to get that. Nope. Even I had to look that up. Little land of Duff. I am the lizard queen. Well, I stay within two points, Matt. I can still get it next week. Yep. Maybe. Next week, it's going to be rough. It comes down to next week. comes down to the wire. Climactic. We are doing worse than last season, better than the season prior to that. Hey, uh, I'll take it. Yes. It's not the worst season. That's all I care about. <laughs> We're pretty hard on each other a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Especially lately. Whew, man. Um, We can move on. To our final segment, segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. All right. Let's figure this out, Matt. So we know that it's not the worst. <laughs> We've gotten that far, at least. I think here, I'm going to say it is. Hmm. I will say it is better than Faith Off, which is number. I can definitely agree with that's that. Number 220, the, that's number 227 on our list right now. Okay, so I'm looking like right above that in terms of Golden Years episodes. We've got Viva Ned Flanders, uh, which not, I think this is that, better than. That's not a Golden Years episode. Well, I'm saying uh, nearest, nearest post-Golden Years episode. Oh, okay. Right above that is Simpson Tide, and I think as weird as it sounds, this is better than Simpson Tide. I mean, I this uh, is more, right now, this is more cohesive than Simpson Tide. Simpson Tide is funnier. But, but this is, you're right. This, is, this this plot has a progression. The first act we just need to completely write off. It makes no sense at all, and it's going to give it. You know that, that's why it's down here in the two hundreds rather than in like the one hundreds. But after that, 
like the progression of the episode makes sense. It's just something we've seen before and it feels like it took way too long to get going. So I'm actually moving up to, let's see what's right above this. Um, honestly, I kind of want to put it up above around Doan in the wind and Bart, the genius, um, because I feel like the telltale head, and there's no disgrace like home season one episode. So they have, they have their issues. Let's not be wrong here, but they feel very cohesive. The family is the family, even back in season one. And, and they had interesting plots. This is a plot we've seen a million times over at this point. But it does make a logical sense. And honestly, because of the song, I might be willing to go a little above that. But I don't know. You'll have to convince me. I'm trying to remember how Doan in the Wind ends. Um, I believe that's the one where with the, the, the juice company and he gets yeah. everyone eye on peyote. Yeah, but then... Homer gets shot with a flower by Chief Wiggum at the very end of that. Yes. Oh my god. I yes, can't. I'm a doctor, not a botanist farmer or something like I that. I can't remember that. Okay, that's very bad. Um Crapes of Wrath, Realty Bites. Um Hungry Hungry Homer. I would put this right above Dylan in the Wind to me. I think I think that's where it's at. I think it's just that's that sounds so exciting. I actually really like There's No Disgrace Like Home. For a season one episode, it's it's honestly one of the better ones, I would say. It's like top five, season one on our list, yeah. I believe. Top five um, as well. Um, I think that's a good spot for it. I, I, I Again, I don't – I think I've just been very positive this episode because it's just so much better than last week's episode. It is just yeah. – last week's episode, I cannot overstate it again, how terrible it is. And this is competent. It is – it's not – when I watch it, I don't go, oh, this feels out of place. I just go, oh, it's – you know, it's not a great episode, not even good maybe, but it's it's watchable. I'd watch it again, okay? Yeah. I, I will never in my entire life uh, watch Old Yeller Belly again. Never. Nope. Because I don't hate myself. Absolutely not. I mean, I hate myself, but not that much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so, that puts – uh, break my wife, please. New number two twenty-two on our list, right below. There's no disgrace like home. Right above, Doin in the wind. Number one on our list is still Homer's enemy. Lastest, lastest place is the strong arms of the Maw, uh, which will probably be there for the foreseeable future. Our next uh, episode. That's weird. Hmm. Is this? Are there two episodes left? Are there? Oh, that's what. Okay, that's what happened. I got. I forgot about that because people are in the forums are talking about. Oh, next our next episode is the finale. What happened is that this the the Fox aired the 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 next to last and final episode of the seasons at eight and eight thirty. So ah. people saw them both probably both trailers at the same time. So we don't have. We are not ending the next episode. Is not the final episode of season fourteen. We have two episodes left. So I have two episodes to go, Matt, to try and dig out of my trivia hole. You can do it. Maybe uh, the next episode is the Bart of War. Oh boy, I uh, I remember bits of this one in Okie Doke. Preteen Braves, the Cavalry Kids. I remember. I remember this a little bit. I I, I mean, maybe it's okay. Maybe Robbie. Maybe. I guess we'll have to see. Oh, no. I don't like the way you're saying that, Matt. I don't, <laughs> I don't, that hey, I don't know, Robbie. I could be wrong. Okay. You have, I guess, that's possible. Um, we'll talk about that next week. You can watch along with us if you'd like. Um, I'll do it for us today. You can find all this stuff uh, on our website. It's the Simpsons Show.com. Links to our Twitter. 
to our Patreon, to our RSS feed. Uh, we appreciate everyone who does support us on Patreon. Uh, keeps the lights on, helps pay for hosting. We appreciate you. Uh, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman, and you can go to my website. It's RobbieDorman.com. It includes links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my novels. My newest novel, The Split Circle, is about an exiled American investigating a soccer death cult in Eastern Europe. I honed it down to one sentence, Matt. I'm impressed. I got it. It's a good summary without giving I, too much away. It's very punchy. I'm 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 okay with it so far. Uh, so you can read that on Amazon, buy it on Amazon, or read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is true. I have decided that uh, due to the isolation, uh, that it will be nothing except for by uh, carrier pigeon. So you have to go back in time, find a carrier pigeon, bring it here, and then they can bring me messages. Well, that folks, we'll call today. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for watching this episode. Shh.